This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Welcome into your weekend, everybody. Time for another edition of The Odds Couple. Alongside Mike North, I'm Carmen DeFalco. We do it each and every week. We are presented by PropSwap. We have... A couple of teams uh, in to the Elite Eight. We're going to get four more uh, tonight, and we are very excited about it, and we're going to go through each and every game with you. And, Mikey, welcome in. It's been a uh, it's been a wild tournament so far. It's been a lot of fun. The underdogs are doing well. How about 28 and 22 against the spread? Lots of upsets. And uh, Arkansas has made it through. Houston probably underseated as a five, but has made it through for the second consecutive year into the Elite Eight, and it's been a uh, a really a wild and fun tournament so far. And what makes it fun is that we've been winning uh, on the odds couple, ladies and gentlemen. Let me just harken back to last week. You know, I often say I listen to the show three, four times, and how's everybody doing? Carm, Randy, everybody, good to talk to everybody, but I'm going to tell you something. I listened five times to the show last week. You know why? All three of us took Houston. Randy takes Houston in the first half. We take Houston for the game. Boom. Yeah. Winner. Iowa State. Winner. Okay. I had Illinois money line winner. Oof. Illinois with the points. Loser. Three and one. Carm comes up. Houston. Then you got Randy. What Providence. I mean, oh. it. look, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Everybody listen Friday and then go down to the casino or Saturday <laughs> morning and then roll up. Up. That's right. Rack because I'll up. tell you what, there's a reason I don't give out my picks during the week. And I didn't, if you've noticed, I usually give them out on Twitter. I did over the weekend, but, and we, we, Carmi and Randy hit with leans and everything. We don't have time to go into it last week. But I'll tell you this bottom line is that I can't wait for this tournament to be over because I had Gonzaga mm. and I had Michigan. I'll be straight up. That's why we get, because I'm not going to lie, I didn't give them out because this tournament, first of all, Gonzaga couldn't win Potawatomi Park, okay, the way they played last night. Their guards went at such a hectic pace. They never tried to slow it down a little bit. They seemed to play at one speed. You're not playing UC Davis. You're not playing uh, St. Mary's. You're playing athletes that, you know, you're going to do those little skip passes through the middle, Okay, maybe that works in your league. But Mark Few coached one of the worst games I've ever seen him coach. It seemed like he was in shock, Tom, and yeah. basically was late with timeouts. They had no different strategy. And I was hard on Timmy, and I'll tell you why. Because he had five turnovers. He did play a nice, okay game as far as scoring. But he had five turnovers, but it was the 50-50 balls. He had four or five other ones. He just couldn't hold on to the ball. And you can't. And there were other guys on that team that uh, that didn't get it done. It's just an. I will. You you think I forgot about Marquette? I'm done with Gonzaga. I'll tell you that right yeah, now. Yeah, and you make some good points about Gonzaga last night. Like they, first of all, they had a chance, and it felt like maybe for a brief moment there, about midway through the first half, where they were going to run away. And they didn't. They failed to step on Arkansas's yep. throat. They let the Hogs hang around. Arkansas responded with a 9-0 run to get back into that game. And then with Chet Holmgren in and out of the lineup so much because of all the foul trouble and then ultimately fouling out, uh, still with plenty of time left in the second half, that's when it was just like you felt 
uh, everything was coming out of the sales for Gonzaga. I, said and I think you're right. You didn't do enough to kind of be able to combat what was happening, what Arkansas was doing, and he didn't do enough, you know, to change things when Holmgren was being taken in and out of the lineup. He because got out coached by a great coach. Eric Musselman can coach, folks. He's a 75% winner in college. I, I checked his record last night. He's, he's unbelievable. His dad was a great coach. He knows how to get it done. But Mark Few, you know what? It's over with. Now, I mean, next year you cannot give this. I don't care how good they are if they go undefeated because I guess it is the league they play in well, yeah. after all. They're only going to lose three or four games every year, Mike. Right, I mean, that, if they're that's lucky. It. Yeah, I mean. I mean, so to me, uh, at Michigan, they just lost to a— They lost to a good team, man. Yeah, they lost to a good team. Uh, Sampson is, the, is a great coach, no doubt about it. Uh, they play great. Uh, and, you know, and Arkansas— let me say this about Arkansas. They made Gonzaga uncomfortable all night. It's like when you go to dinner, and you know what? Everything's great. You say you get in right away. You get the server right away. But you know what? The booth is tight. The booth is tight. So then you end up spilling one of your drinks because the booth is tight. Because you know what? The table. You know what? You ever have one of those? Or somebody's stepping on your feet. Yeah, That's right. how Arkansas was all night with this team. And they made them. And they exposed them. And you know what? I don't know what kind of country club they run there. But they better start getting in the weight room. That one kid. the the, the what? Chad Holmgren. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, come He's on. like seven feet. He weighs 190 pounds. It's insane. I had seven feet, 140. <laughs> my God, his no. gym shoes look like bozos. Now Arkansas tomorrow will play in the West Regional Final against Duke in San Francisco. It is a 2-4 matchup. Arkansas in the early line here is getting four. And Mike was talking about Eric Musselman. How about the Hogs? Under Eric Musselman, 4-1 and one against the number as an underdog the last three NCAA tournaments. So they're doing something right. I was uh, pretty, I know people are kind of dogging and, and bagging on Duke a little bit. I'm not. I, yeah, Duke can win this thing, and I hate to admit it because I don't like cheering for Duke. I don't cheer for Duke. I don't like Duke. But they got guys that can play, make, and create. And in the last few minutes of each of these last two games, you've seen just the, the flat-out talent that they have take over these games, and Duke's a four-point favorite tomorrow in I that thought Coach final. K, and I thought he's lost some of his fastball this year, coached a great game yesterday. And especially, when, uh, it, well, really, I mean, he switched things up a little bit. He'd go man-to-man, then he'd go zone. Well, they threw that 2-3 zone at them yeah. in that second half, and it worked a lot. Yeah. Well, yeah, I want my, to, my players are good, and... Uh... <laughs> That's good. I, I, I gotta, you know, I, I you know, I my, just remember my, my that, uh, you know, I just want to thank uh, all the guys. What, what a great group of guys! I mean, I love the guys. All right, where's my party? Uh, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> Make who's, sure the lighting's right. Who's gonna take me to the party? Let's hold hands. The other yeah, me uh, and B do that. We hold hands in public. Everybody uh, thinks everything's like a hunky dory. I love it. The uh, the other <laughs> <laughs> the other regional final that is set, of course, after Houston advanced and Villanova. Advance last night will be the South region in San Antonio tomorrow. I mean, Houston, to me, does have a little bit of an advantage here with the home court. Uh, I think you felt it a little bit last night. I think you'll feel it again tomorrow. They are about 190 miles from their campus in Houston, uh, playing at the AT&T Center in San Antonio. So I think that's big for the fifth-seeded uh, Cougars. If they can win one more game, make it to next weekend, they might get Marcus Sasserback, who is mm-hmm. arguably their best player. And here they are. I mean, uh, the, they've lost a couple players. They, they have. 
Mike, they are. You want to talk about coaching, and you mentioned Calvin Sampson. Oh, Calvin's they, the best. He's he's Bruce Pearl, but knows how to coach. They, that's yeah, that's a good analogy that's it. too. Because there's Bruce been some Pearl. there's he's, been some shadiness in the past. Well, but. Bruce Pearl jumps up and down, never draws up a play. I mean, that's what uh, about Mark View last night. He's usually drawing up plays and everything. Uh, he stood there in a shirt like he was a fan, just in shock. Sampson can coach. There's yes. no doubt. Houston is now six and zero. Straight oh. up against the spread in postseason play this March, ladies and gentlemen. They are a plus 15.3 in differential in their last six games. They are 7-1 straight up and 5-3 and against the number yeah. the last two seasons in the NCAA tournament. And even though they're the five seed playing a two, they are the two-and-a-half-point favorite in that regional final tomorrow. Yeah, when I say that he can do other things than other coaches, I, that's not a shot at Bruce Pearl. Bruce Pearl has his strengths, recruiting. Uh, he's also had some problems. Yes, so he has. Samson. Yep. But he's a flamboyant guy. I like Bruce Pearl, but I don't think if I needed a game to win, he'd be in my top 20 to even uh, be the coach. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of other great coaches out there, including uh, Kelvin Sampson and Coach K. This guy from St. Peter's. Oh, and he's on this uh, Seton Hall? Yeah. yeah I mean, they're talking the about the Kentucky assistants make more than, well, you, come on. I oh, mean, the Pepsi-Cola please. assistants make more than maybe other soft drinks assistants <laughs> do that aren't as a higher rank. <laughs> That's, That's just exactly the way right. it is. We'll talk about that St. Peter's game in just a few yep. minutes, too. Cool. We've got uh, all four games that we're going to preview for you uh, tonight, including cool. two games right here in town at the United Center in the Midwest region. First game tips off at 629. That is number one seeded Kansas against number four Providence. Kansas still remains about a yeah. seven and a half point favorite. 141 and a half is the total. Uh, Providence. 19-7 and seven against the spread in its last 26 Holy, games as an underdog. Oh, you talk about coaches to like, right, Mike? Oh, yeah. How about it? Absolutely. This will be a good one, I think, tonight in Providence. You know, might have the the defensive ability to kind of slow down. What Providence has done guarding the other team's uh, three-point shooting in these, in these last couple games is pretty impressive. And if they can do that again... Uh, even though Kansas has a National Player of the Year finalist, Providence might be right there at the end for an upset. You know what? Kansas has been, like I said last week, and we'll talk to Luke too, Arizona. They've been just like Arizona, expected to win every year. Show me what you can do. I got a line on this game, but we'll talk about okay. it. Okay. We'll talk about it maybe when we get the best bets too. Yep. I'm impressed when you look at the Friars' schedule this year. You know, Randy... Uh, we'll remember this one from earlier in the year. They beat Wisconsin. They beat Texas Tech. They beat St. Peter's, which is, you know, in the Sweet 16. They beat UConn uh, in conference. They beat Vermont. How they come beat Wisconsin? Hall. They every beat Creighton. Time, every time Wisconsin wants to lose, they lose, they, they lose absolutely terribly. I, they never lose pretty. in a decent played good, game. Good question. They always lose terribly. Merck? Mike's right about that. It's always like an ugly. They it's score like a 40, catastrophe they, they, every they, time they, they, they lose. They score forty-eight points and they Man. shoot like thirty-five percent from the wow. floor. Right, Mark? They, they lost their point guard, Chucky Hepburn. That did. In the last that game. does. That hurt. ended it. They that have did. no it backup point it. guard. That did hurt. A major university has no right. backup point guard. I mean, you got to admit, like when Wisconsin. Yeah, well, yeah, but they, when did they teams. lose them? When did they lose them? First, first half. They were sixteen, thirteen. Mike, they were. I never heard of them. They did. He's he's gonna. He's all freshman team. He's he's an absolute stud. He was about the other guys. Isn't there a kid named Davis? Johnny Davis. But Wisconsin was eight for seventeen when Chucky Hepburn was in the game. When okay. he left the game, they were six for thirty nine. After that, so well, Mike's he right. runs their whole up. It was listen, always, all I'm saying is they always lose. They always got to run into an iceberg if they're the Titans. They, they lose four. They, they score, never miss. They score forty eight. They, they hit. Man. It, they hit it head on. Let's Mark. move on. All right, Mike. How about that? <laughs> 
Why, he acts like he's the only one. Everybody's a Wisconsin fan if they have money on him. Absolutely. Come on. All right, we still have three games to talk about in the Sweet 16 tonight. We're going to get to all those. Sounds like Mike's got a little play in the Kansas-Providence game. We'll give you our best plays later on. I feel pretty good about one of these games tonight, too. So we got a long way to go. We're going to talk to our buddy Luke Pergandy from Prop Swap coming up next. We'll get horses from Jim Miller a little bit later on. So don't go anywhere. Just getting warmed up on this Friday. And we got a lot to talk about for the weekend. It's Carmen and Mike, and we'll be right back. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. This is The Odds Couple with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco. The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. Welcome back inside the Odds Couple, presented by Prop Swap. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco with you each and every Friday here on the ESPN Chicago app and ESPN 1000. And don't forget, if you ever miss anything, just catch up on the podcast. Or you can stay tuned, of course, Saturday mornings before Connor McKnight and White Sox Weekly, because we have the Encore Replay for you. Great way to start your weekend. We got a lot of basketball to talk about. We already touched on Providence, Kansas a little. We're going to get to the other games, including the nightcap here in town at the UC. Uh, But so much exciting stuff is happening, and a few teams already punching tickets into the Elite Eight last night with wins. So let's uh, bring in one of our favorites. He joins us each and every week, and he's one of the founding members of the great PropSwap app and PropSwap.com. He is Luke Pergandy. Look, there's no sunshine in Arizona. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, boys? Hey, Carmen. What's up, how you how you hanging in there, buddy? Oh, fine. It's uh, it's that's welcome to college basketball. It's one and done, and if you uh, don't have a good first half, you will uh, not win the game. So here we are. Gonzaga's out. Arizona's out. We're one one day in the Sweet Sixteen. I'll tell you, Mike and I were talking about that Houston team a little earlier, Luke, and you saw it last week. I mean, they're just. Not only are they well coached, but uh, there's talent and they're gritty and they there there's just like there's a mental toughness I think about them. Uh, for anybody that thinks it's uh, fluky at all, you're wrong. They're one of only two teams in the country, along with Gonzaga, uh, that's inside the top ten in the Ken Palm rankings in both adjusted offense and defense. They're just good, yeah. balanced. Yep. Uh, Jamal Shedd's playing out of his mind right now. Like they're, they're a they're a scary team as a five seed right now, aren't they? Totally. What what a joke of a of a seeding to give them a five. Yes, That's absolutely ridiculous. Um, they get to play you know nearby over in San Antonio. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was you know ran to a buzzsaw. Obviously, the spread is one and a half. Um, you know, and I think TCU kind of showed what the recipe to beat Arizona. Slow the game down. Give it to your big men um, and just feed them, you know? And I think, uh, Christian Coloco of Arizona, just again, just didn't have a great game. He'll probably be a lottery pick. Uh, I'm sure he'll be great in the NBA, but, and then Ben Matherin, you know, who had to drop 30 against TCU only had like 17, I believe mm. still played good. Um, uh, but yeah, that Houston team, a five seed for them is absolutely ridiculous. They're, they're an excellent basketball team. Kelvin Sampson, did it again. You know, they, they went to the final four last year. I realized they got blown out by Baylor yeah. in the final four last year, but they got there. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a similar team, just really good defense. They can hit shots when they need them and, um, they play feisty. 
Yeah, well, I got to tell you something. Uh, the Gonzaga team, you know, I watched a few times this year. I heard such glowing reports. I'm done with them, but it's amazing to me. I said on Twitter last night that the one kid looked emaciated. He should actually do a Subway commercial and be forced to eat the footlong right in front of everybody for every day of his life until he puts gets Poor up Chad. to about 170 pounds. And then yeah, well, you got Timmy, who Chad, looks yeah. like the guy that used to buy me beer when I was a kid, uh, who, looks ama- uh, who looks like they don't have a weight room. Um, is that it for Gonzaga? How many people did not sell their mm, Gonzaga yeah. tickets and held on to them, Luke? Totally. Yeah, that was that's one of those teams. Like I kind of think back to like the, you know MJ's Bulls or like Steph Curry's Warriors, where mm-hmm. these teams are just like plus one fifty or plus two hundred the whole season. Yep. And you know it it uh, it impacts all the other futures odds. So. Um, yeah, again, we talked on this show, like we had a feeling this would be the most parody of all of the college basketball turns that we've been talking about, certainly with this show, but just that we've been following, it's exactly what's happening. You know, Kentucky goes down, Auburn goes down, Tennessee goes down, you know, just these, these blue blood teams are just getting knocked off every, every night. Um, so, you know, again, like with props that's the only place where you can be buying and selling these teams throughout the tournament. So, you know, who's left? We look at Purdue, maybe we look at Duke. Um, you got to sell St. Pete's if anybody has well, the tickets, and right? I was going to ask, did people go running looking for St. Peter's tickets on the site? People selling them? bought them at the beginning? Yeah, oh, St. God. Pete's is a, it's a funny story because remember that St. Pete's in New Jersey. Right, right. New Jersey has this stupid rule, yes. just like Illinois does, where you can't bet on teams right. that, are, that are in that state. Moronic. So, yeah, just it's stupid. And. Um, that unfortunately, you know, one of two 15 seeds ever to do this, ever to get to the Sweet 16 is, is, uh, the hometown is in Jersey City and you can't bet on New Jersey colleges in the state of New Jersey. So we haven't seen as many okay. St. Peter's tickets as we should have, uh, because of that rule. But, uh, yeah, we've sold a few for yeah. sure. They were, they opened at 5,000 to one. Wow. Uh, they're about a hundred to one now. So. You know, make fifty x. They beat uh, Murray State, in Kentucky. It's still nobody. It, oh, they're still them. yeah. Like you could find them even north of a hundred to one in some Man. places. I wondered if like could, so could people just cross the river going to Manhattan, make their bet, and then go back across to yeah. Jersey, Luke? You, they can't. Yes, now that that's legal, they can. Okay. You know. Uh, but, like, are you really, if you're sitting on the couch in New Jersey, right. like, are you really going to take a trip into Manhattan to bet on St. Peter's? Like, all, I love probably, it. Probably not. Probably not, yeah. You know what shocked me last week? Luke says this. I had to play it back twice. Because this would be like me going to a Chicago State game, and people know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Luke says, yeah, I went to see the Monmouth St. Peter's I game. I ran that back. I go, who does that? Even Luke went. Yeah. So, Luke, you're a season ticket holder? I'm, that that yeah, nobody yeah, knew yeah, about yeah, this big. team? Yeah, big big peacock guy. Uh, <laughs> no, we uh, ESPN Atlantic City. We we advertised with, with, and they invited me to the game. I'm like, cool. Why not? You know, five minutes from my house. Let's yeah. just go see some some live basketball. Yeah. Uh, but no, this weekend I'll be at the Elite Eight game. It's going to be um, winner of Purdue, um, St. Peter's versus yes. the winner of North Carolina, uh, UCLA. So that should be a fun. Well, Fun game in Philadelphia. Yeah, I mean, you know, because Luke lives on the East Coast, obviously. He's in Jersey. He's close. I was going to say, you know, we talked about Houston getting, uh, you know, a a sneaky home court advantage playing about three hours from its campus. St. Pete's campus is like a 90-mile drive, right, Luke? About 90 miles to Philadelphia? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it will be. Wow. It will be uh, interesting to see who shows up more, Purdue or St. Peter's. Yeah, totally. But does it matter? 
Does it matter? Because when they played Kentucky, they had 50 fans in that whole stadium. That's true. And you yeah, had nothing but blue, you know, and they yeah. beat them. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah, it may not matter. Um, uh, but, yeah, I think the Bobby Hurley is, like, involved in St. Peter's. One of the like, the Hurley family, I think, grew up coaching at St. Peter's. So, these guys are decent alumni. Hmm. Um, and, obviously, their head coach is doing a really good oh, job. And that, oh, yeah. that white kid, that eater kid. He'll be gone. Um, so, that was – you know, I, I talked about this on, on the show. Like, when I went to that game, that Monmouth-St. Peter's game, that white kid, Eater, who was, like, the player of the game against Kentucky, he had three air balls. Wow. Like, it's just – it's amazing to me <laughs> how these kids can just, like, be ice cold one day yep. and you just get hot for 40 minutes of basketball. And I think that's what makes the tournament so fun. It's yeah. like, as long as you're hot for 40 minutes, like, you can beat Kentucky. The variance in college basketball is almost unlike anything else. I mean, it really no, is. It, and totally. it, with this transfer portal now, it's making it even more – Kind of crazy, but it does add to the fun. And, it, and it's yeah. like we've all said, it's been wide open. We're seeing that. I think the tournament's been great. And that was a message my wife gave me the other night about the 40 minutes. <laughs> if I sure. can stay hot. For 40 minutes. That's oh, it. yeah, please. Uh, Luke, enjoy the Elite Eight games in Philly this weekend, and we'll talk Final Four next Friday, all right? Thanks, guys. Get on props off. We're flipping these things. Absolutely. Are, <laughs> We're pushing the product. There are tons. That's Luke yep. Pergani from PropSwap. I mean, I'm looking at it now, too. There are all kinds. There's Nova. There's Houston. There's Purdue. There's Iowa State tickets. Buy it. Sell it at halftime tonight if Iowa State is I winning. love Iowa State. I've you been know? riding them. Yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, if they got to lead, buy it, if they've got a lead at halftime tonight against Miami, flip it, post it, see if somebody buys it. Larry Nagy's such a great coach. That's the beauty. Oh, what were you say, can coach. He can coach. Uh, Bobby Hernley Sr. went to St. Peter's. He went to wow. St. Peter's. Okay, there you go. All right, we got more games to talk about. Uh, we touched on Providence, Kansas a little. We're going to hit the nightcap at the UC tonight and then talk about uh, the other two games in the East region, including that St. Peter's-Purdue game. We want to do a little bit of a dive into that one. So more college buckets to talk about. NBA, of course. You know Mike and I love getting Whoa. into uh, – and I think, the, I think the MVP race here is fascinating. We've got like 10 games left, and we still don't know. It's really close. Yep. I think it's great. Uh, we're going to touch on that before we're out of here. And, of course, we'll give you our best plays. So, lots to do. Hope you're enjoying it. We are. Don't go anywhere. We're coming right back inside the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to the Odds Couple. ESPN 1000 and now on Digital FM at 100.3 HD2. Welcome back inside the Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco with you. Of course, uh, I'm having fun. I always have fun doing this show with Mike. And we're talking college basketball. And I loved watching the games last night. I was uh, a little down in the dumps late in the afternoon because the Azuri, Italy, for the second straight World Cup, my grandfather's rolling over in his grave. Mine too. I mean, can you believe Italy will not participate no. in the World Cup later this year? For the second straight time they've missed, they lost in stoppage time to North Macedonia, which you know Randy couldn't even find on the map before, for crying out loud. I, I mean, thought it was a restaurant. <laughs> this is terrible. I Mike. thought it was a restaurant downtown. <laughs> You go to Macedonia. I'm like, oh, what do you mean? I'm going to North Macedonia, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right down the street on Randolph. They, great, they, you know, the old meat market area. They've got great olives. I mean, My I, God. I yeah, great olives. I can't believe it. Uh, in the way they lost that goal, I mean, it was just, it's like, what are you doing? It was uh, it was tough to see. 17 to 1, Macedonia. Oh, my God. I mean, oh my, my God. Oh you know what? God. Somebody said, there's nothing to compare it to. I go, 
wait a minute. St. Peter's just beat Kentucky. Right. So I don't want to hear there's nothing to compare it to because I guess people are just standing in a still position in Kentucky at lights, buses. Right. They don't they don't get in. It, they just they tout they wave the bus by. Right. They wave the people. They're 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 daffy right now because they lost to a school that basically it looks like a factory. You know? So, yeah. Same. Not, not a basketball factory, an actual factory. Uh, right. North Macedonia is going to the World Cup, and St. Peter's is playing in the Sweet 16 right. for crying out loud. Somebody says why... maybe shocking, something shocking more than Italy lose, and I go, Kentucky. This is why we love sports. Yep. Yesterday was also the 50th anniversary of the, the release of The Godfather. Oh, wait, hold on, Carl. Yeah. Yes. You and Yerkes. You know I throw compliments around like sewer covers. You know that. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? I mean, I you know, my, my, my big thing in life is trying to make it through a William Devane commercial for gold, you know? But I'm going to tell you something right now. That little deal you did on The Godfather, it worked. It worked. And if, if they come out and someday some idiot will make it, uh, Godfather, the new Godfather, like uh, Spielberg tried to make the new West Side Story. West Side Story, yeah. Are you out of your mind? I know, I know. And it took a beating, which deservedly so, but it's up for an Oscar. It's, he's got nominated for an Oscar. I know, please. All, half the movie's lost money, you know? But I'm just telling everybody, <laughs> check out on Twitter, Carmen Yurko. But Carm, you put your life in your hands. I did a... <laughs> Well, I wasn't a skit. I got the phone mad at me once, and he threw me up against the wall. Oh God! And when a line, when a guy like Yurko or Buffon, I know, get get a hold of you. I know Buffon almost killed. So I'm not going to say who picked him up with one hand up against the wall. Oh, These guys, God. but Obradovich shook my hand. It still hurts, <laughs> and it was 15 years ago. He looks like he was batting around. Yet you're laughing, and the laughter took away. That would have been a cut. You know it would have. I know, probably. Right? But it was. But then I looked at it. I, I've looked at it ten times. He's great, sla- folks. He grabbed me. He slapped me pretty good twice. It was he what, did. He gave. Yeah. Well, I think some of it was meaningful. I uh, think. Oh, that's what I said. I go, hey, listen. He only slaps Johnny Fontaine once. You slapped me twice. Right. I slapped said, him. Twi- and Floyd then would he, have something to say about that. Mike. First of all, I mean, uh, he th- then he tried to throw you to the left. I know. And I figured I said, it was something that happened at a remote or I said, something. I said, Yerk, you got to take it easy. Wow. How many takes? <laughs> One take. Oh, no, That's two. A- we started it, and I we screwed up, like, in the first couple of seconds. So we said, all right, wait, Randy, start, stop. We started again. Randy was our cinematographer. So really uh, uh, just in the second take. Yeah, that was it. Dougie had me. We got mad at each other one night. We hung out all the time together. He had me up against the wall behind presidential towers one oh, night. Oh, my God. I thought that was the uh, – but, you know, then five minutes later we're joking around so and great. stuff. But, I mean – the strength of football players oh, is different, folks. Especially those linemen. I know, you're right. Especially the linebackers, linemen, guys like that. All right, first game tonight, East Region, Philadelphia, 609 tip. This is St. Peter's and Purdue. We just hit on this with Luke Pergandy. St. Peter's is playing 90 miles from its campus in Philadelphia. That makes sense. The Peacocks, and I would have never known this, Mike, but this is we start learning about these teams now, and as I researched it, wouldn't you know it, the Peacocks are... 22 and 9 against the spread this season. That is second best in the entire country. 9 and 0 straight up and against the spread in their last 9 games. The trend is on the opposite uh you know going in the opposite direction for Purdue just 2 8 and 2 against the spread in its last 12. Purdue is about a 12 and a half point favorite, but I got to say I can't see Purdue losing this game with their size. And their strength, and I don't think St. Peter's has a guy over 6'7 on the roster. I just can't see how they're going to lose 
you know, how Travion Williams and, and Zach Eady, who I'm not even a huge fan of, can't dominate there this game tonight with their size. There are guys walking around that couldn't see Gonzaga lose. They're walking into uh, uh, traffic lights and stuff today, mm. crossing against the light, almost getting run over by cars because they're trying to figure out how to ask their wife to take some money out of the bank account. They could lose, but they shouldn't. you got some ta- got great talent. They got it all. They got the big kid underneath. They got Ivy out, yeah. out there shooting. But... Twelve and a half points is a lot of points. It is a lot. And and you know what? I almost wish St. Peter's was playing without a big crowd. Because like I said earlier, it was all Kentucky rooting against them. Uh, when they played Kentucky, there was like somebody told me there had to be 60, 70 people that actually wow. had St. Peter's stuff on against that whole stadium. Hmm. So to me, interesting. if there's thir- – Carm, you know this as well as I do. If somebody's expecting you to do something – and everybody's rooting for you. It's harder. Mm, that's true. It's hard. So the pressure you know might what? be on more. Yeah. This is a stay away game, but I got to be honest with you. I'd lean St. Peter's. Okay. I would. Yeah. This uh, Purdue offense is something. They don't guard very well, and well, that's, that's what St. Peter's thing. does. You're right. But, but wait, if I give you the argument that besides the fact they're St. Peter's, we didn't know who they were. I never heard of them before. They live. They weren't playing an abandoned factory. It looks like. If somebody didn't tell you that, but then they told you they beat Kentucky and Murray State, I know. you'd say, well, you're talking about Kansas. Right. Yeah. Or you're talking about Oklahoma or somebody like that. It's an incredible run. Uh, we'll see if the Boilers uh, can get back to the, the Elite Eight and maybe the Final Four. I think the path is, you know, it's favorable for them at this point with the top two seeds being out in that region. Uh, remember, Purdue, number one in the country in adjusted offense, averaging nearly 80 points per game. St. Pete's is outside the top 200 in offense, but they do guard well. So we'll see what that looks like tonight. Uh, we've got uh, the UNC-UCLA game will be the second game Ooh. in the East Regional. A couple of blue uh, blue bloods. Uh, how healthy is Jaime Jaquez? That is going to be a big question for UCLA. If he's healthy, if he's effective, if he can play mm-hmm. uh, the majority of the game, that is really going to help their cause. But UNC looks sneaky good right now, Mike. When they're yeah. good, they're really good. Oh, yeah, and you know what? Everybody wants to see UNC and Duke eventually play. I think, and Boy, I think that's imagine? possible. Mm, yeah, but I don't. Uh, to be honest with you, but I, I, I tell you what, they got this right. This is an either or. Flip a coin game. I think you're right. This is an either or. I can see UC. I could give you three reasons for UCLA. Yep. I can give you three reasons for North Carolina. North Carolina's got pedigree athletes, but UCLA plays the game well. Um, Totally agree. This, I this mean, is, I a didn't two point spread. Sport. You could still get Duke at fourteen to one. Somebody told me. Yeah. So, I mean, how, how good is that league? What I, I, I think that's always overrated because you could have two great teams in a league that sucks. Mm-hmm. But those two teams could be Duke and, and North Carolina with all that talent that's meshing, you know? Yep. Last game of the night will be the second game here at the United Center in the Midwest region, 9 o'clock tip. It is an 11 seed versus a 10 seed, Iowa State against Miami. Uh, money coming in overnight a little bit here on the Hurricanes, driving this line out to minus 3 and out to minus 150 on the money line. Total is 133. The Cyclones are an incredible story. If people yep. are unaware, the Iowa State Cyclones went 2-22 and 22 last season, ladies and gentlemen. I love it. 2 and 22. Now they've, won, city, baby. now they've won two tournament games. Now, they failed to reach 60 points in either of those games. I think they're going to be in tough against Miami tonight. But that is but an if incredible they failed turnaround. Wait, if they failed to reach 60, how about the other teams? Yeah. They can guard, man. Here you go again. Like, this is an Iowa State team 
That I in, think it's in, the uniforms. They're mesmerizing. Maybe they are. These teams can be live dogs in these situations yep. if they can guard. And they can. They rank fifth in defense in the Ken Palm rankings. Fifth. And they're well it's, coached. They can guard. and like, I'm taking them. Iowa State's sneaky good right now. I mean, I mean, it's a lean game. Okay. I mean, if I, it, what, it's something I won't give out. But I've been riding Iowa State. It's been one of my few pleasures in this tournament so go. far. Uh, but who knows, Carm? We were just talking about, you know, this team should win, that team should win. That, now, that hasn't been the case. It really hasn't. You know, but I, I'm off. I, by the way, huh, I'll tell you how cold I've been this week. I'm not a liar, folks. That's why no, I tell you the truth. No, yeah. I've discovered the tennis channel. Oh, my God. I bet against this kid. I figured this kid's from California. It's at the beginning of the week. He's not going to win. He's playing in his hometown. He's an American tennis player. He becomes the first American tennis player to end up winning the whole damn thing at Indian Wells or wherever now they're playing. Taylor Fritz? I I bet against Taylor Fritz, and Taylor Fritz beat this guy who was beating him at the beginning of the week. Now, he ended up winning the whole thing. Amazing. Okay? Then I'm on the golf channel because I'm a shut-in during the day. All right? I can't win a golf match right up right now. All the favorites won yesterday. All the favorites Go in figure. that stupid in Dell technology play. thing. Yeah, they did the match play. play, yeah. Randy will tell you. Oh, yeah, he knows. He's over there nodding. Yeah, he's... My God, are yeah. you kidding me? Some of these guys, it... I, the guys I picked, you know who I picked? I, I picked Hoagie. He was due losing the Horschel oh. minus four after a nine holes. Sometimes Bill, yeah, Billy Horschel has won seven straight matches. He won it last year. I saw yeah. He's been seven red straight. Hot. He yeah. could do it again, too. Maybe we should bet him. Some weeks you're the hammer, some weeks you're the nail. That's oh, the yeah, well, I'm not going to lie. Usually when I'm out, I tell everybody, That's let right. me tell you something right now. I'm so cold that they the ice cubes want to move for me. The, the good news is you're about to turn it on. That's oh, all absolutely. that means. That's what I always do in That's the odds right. couple. This is the saving grace. That's right. All right, when we come back, our guy Jimmy Miller's got, Jimmy! Some, he's got some ponies for us, and we'll give you our best plays. Um, got a few NBA things for tonight, too, so still more to do. And go, uh, don't go anywhere, folks. We are coming right back inside the odds couple presented by PropSwap. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Entering the home stretch on the Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco with you each and every week, and we always get ponies from one of the best handicappers in the business. He is so good. He's the expert handicapper over at Hawthorne Racecourse, and he joins us now. Say hi to Jim Miller. Jimmy! Jimmy! Gentlemen, it was funny. We went to New Mexico in Sunland Park last week, and that got us back into the winner's circle. So that was a beautiful thing, but uh, this is our only weekend that we're not racing live till the end of September. Open up again for Thoroughbreds next week now, so from one meet to another, but we're keeping busy at Hawthorne. Yeah, so the track conversion is happening now. The uh, spring, uh, you know, the, the the harness meet is over. We go into the Thoroughbreds, as Jimmy mentioned. The track is open for business this weekend. Uh, if you want to bet on other tracks and if you want to watch the college basketball, you can go to the points bet book, right, Jimmy? Uh, yeah, and it's been really busy, too, at the book, which is a good thing to see. Just as we're kind of moving away from the pandemic, more people coming out. More people betting the horses, sticking around, betting the games, and that's what we want to see. The crossover between sports betting and horse racing, it seems like it's working out really well. 
Are there, what would you say the mix is? Because you know this. I mean, I remember going to the MGM and we walked into the, the race book. And if you wanted to switch the channel from the horse racing to, to the uh, tournament, you were going to have a fight on your hands. So yep. what would you say the percentages, Jimmy, of guys that play both? Uh, because you I know, know you got your hardcore yeah. horse players and your hardcore, of course, sports guys. Sure. It started out probably 80-20 horse player to sports better. It's probably mm-hmm. gotten more to say a 60-40 with that 20% change being that crossover, which is good to see. But I think a lot of it, Mike, really helps having that live product going on right in front of you. So if you're watching a sport and you see the horses pass by right in front of you, you're attracted to that. You're like, okay, what's going on? I want to be a part of that. Throw a few bucks on. And that's kind of how you introduce everybody to the sport. You hope they win early on, and then you hope you can keep them for life. Any uh, derby preps this weekend, Jimmy? We do. There's three derby preps this weekend. We're going to talk about one of them, but it's really weird because this weekend you have the UAE Derby over in Dubai. Mm. That's Saturday morning at 9.15 in the morning. Mm. Then Saturday afternoon, the Louisiana Derby of Fairgrounds. Then on Sunday, the Sunland Park Derby. So if you want to see derby preps, they're kind of spaced out this weekend, but the Louisiana Derby will be our focus. All right. Well, let's talk about it. uh, Which three horses are we betting for the weekend, my man? All right. So all at Fairgrounds in Louisiana. It's a stakes-filled card, so you really want to look at that card on Saturday. Starting race number nine, bet the one horse, Promise Keeper, across the board. Then go to race 10, bet the three, Devamani, across the board. That's a really good turf horse there. And then race 12 is the Louisiana Derby, a 100-point race. A horse we picked a few weeks back, bet it just to win. That's the six epicenter. This horse is very fast and very talented. All right, so all three races down south uh, tomorrow in Louisiana at the fairgrounds. Ninth race, number one horse across the board. Tenth race, the three horse across the board. And then in the big one, the derby prep, the twelfth race, six, uh, the six horse, and we're going to bet that horse just to win, correct? That's right. Make some money for Sunday, boys. Jimmy, sounds good, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks. You got it. Good luck. There's Jimmy! Our guy, our guy, Jim Miller. Uh, we also have uh, the Oscars this weekend. Uh, the Power of the Dog is your favorite to win best what? picture. The Power of the Dog, Mike. It is minus one fifty-five. My money is going to be placed on Coda. Uh, the second choice at plus one thirty. Hey, if we get on the plus side of things, why not? I'm going to bet Coda uh, on the money line plus one thirty to hell win are you talking about best Coda? picture. Coda. I haven't even. I remember seen Coda. when everybody knew every movie. No, not Went anymore. to every movie. It's too different. Now. I remember being mad because Gandhi won. I think over Raging Bull or something uh, like no, that. No, Ordinary People, which is a travesty. Over Raging Bull. Over That's Raging it. Bull. That's oh, terrible. was I fuming? Terrible. And, ordinary, and, then, and that's a good movie. but I, I was mean, mad when uh, Stallone didn't get it recently for Creed, for best support, and he should have gotten hmm, it. Hmm. You know, biased against the Italians of once course, again, ladies yes, and so gentlemen. How, how dare they be What can I tell you? Yeah. But I'll tell you this. Uh, Jimmy has been on fire, folks. Oh, my God. New Mexico's got racetracks. There's gambling all over the place, so you got to make sure you're on your game. you got to make right. sure you're on your game. That's why uh, we, we are down to about the final 10 games or so. In the NBA, Joel Embiid is still your NBA MVP favorite at minus 165. Joker's plus 150. And it's really a two-horse race, it looks like. And I don't know that I totally get it. Why Giannis is 6-1? to one. Some spots even as much as 10-1 to one is surprising. He does a campaign. Maybe. I mean, like, you could – he's a two-time MVP already, so we talk about voter fatigue. I, he doesn't I, I have the media. It. Yeah, but voter fatigue shouldn't matter. I, it shouldn't. Mike and I talk about this all the time. Giannis is – you know, his his – 
efficiency rating right now, his player efficiency rating, is the best of his well, career. Well, I'll tell you this. I, 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 I should have brought this up to Luke Monty. I, I mean, Monty the Williams. coach, Monty, Monty Williams. Williams. I call him, keep mixing him up. But Monty Williams is... They won 58 games now. They're winning with, you know, Chris Paul ready to come back, but Devin Booker. Well, right. How come nobody gives Devin Booker any? any I know. Uh, that's a good question. I mean, he had almost right? 50 last night, Mike. I, I mean, mean like, where are you going without him? You, you're right. Like, Where he, was Chris Paul? Seriously, Chris Paul's a hell of a player, but he's not the straw that stirs the drink because they win without Chris Paul. It's this kid, Devin Booker. I mean, he's like, Paul's missed a month. Booker missed uh, two and a half weeks. They've got, they're 60 and 14. They are, they are very, Can very Can I give impressive. you one of the sweetest wins of my, of my life recently? Yes. I had Memphis the other night oh, against Brooklyn. Beautiful. My God. Without John Morant. Without, yeah, and you know what? They're talking about him getting votes for this, getting votes for that. He's missed a ton of games. Yeah, he's though. missed uh, 18 games, I think. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, so, I mean, I like him. But they got a great record without him. They're 16-2 and two without him, Mike. Yeah, I had a party for all the guys that had Memphis. I was standing alone in the middle of the street. I love Memphis. Like, I'm telling you. They're good. If, if the Bulls get out of this thing early, and I don't know that the Bulls are going to go very far, unfortunately. Uh-huh. I'm cheering for Memphis. I, they're, they're just a likable, You want to see good basketball? Team. Go to watch the college games say the way the Bulls have been playing. Yeah, they've been really last I mean, what happened awful. to them? Last night was awful. I mean, without Brandon Ingram in the lineup for New Orleans, I mean, just, and I know just DeMar horrible. didn't play, but just bad. No, so they're, they got, they, for what they were doing, it's been, hey, they're not even over their total yet. No, I mean, they will, but you're right. They're, you, they're sitting you right looked, at it. I heard uh, the guys in the desert on uh, Vincent. Talk about this about the games that they got coming up. There's maybe oh, it, a couple winnable games like Washington and the Knicks, but nothing's for it's, sure it's with the Bulls. Brutal. They got a tough schedule. They have a big game tomorrow uh, against Cleveland because they're only a game ahead of Cleveland for the five seed right now. Uh, and uh, Jared Allen probably not going to play for the Cavs. That'll help. We'll see if DeRozan plays tomorrow. But yeah, How about Jared Allen, a, pl- a good, good ball player. Yeah, good defensive player. Very good. Um, all right, so let's do it, Mike. Right. Uh, we're wrapping up here. Let's give out some best plays. I actually have one in the NBA tonight that Go I ahead. can give you out to. You want to start off today, handsome? I, we I, had such a good. Let's change it up. Show people we're not afraid. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out one here tonight. We're talking about teams that have impressed lately. You realize since January 15th, the Minnesota Timberwolves have the fifth best record in the NBA. The fifth best record in the NBA. They're minus two at home tonight against the Mavs. Uh, they have the fifth best cover percentage at home in the NBA this season, too. 2015 and two against the spread. The Mavs beat the T Wolves in Dallas earlier this week. I think it's revenge night for the T Wolves. Uh, the Mavs have a big home game on Sunday against Utah. Uh, they are tied with Utah for the fourth seed right now. I think the Wolves uh, exact a little revenge, and I like them minus two against Luka and the Mavs at home tonight, actually. All right. And yeah, Luka, you know, Dallas won the teams when I bet with them, they lose. When I bet against them, they win. So I stay away from Luka. Go Luka. figure. He gets careless with the ball sometimes, too. He really does. Uh, I got a game for uh, tonight. I'm going, I'm going, I, I got to have my head examined. I really do. I just keep walking into the same pole. It's, it's like walking up a down escalator with me with Kansas. It really is. I, I, I mean, you know, it's sort of like, you know, the, I, I just criticize the hell out of them. And where am I going? Kansas. I'm going down that alley where I got my butt kicked the last two years. Here I come again going, come on. I think I, 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 I'm a brown belt now and I still get my butt kicked. I'm going to go with Kansas. What's the Money line on Kansas. Kansas money line is. Hold on, I'll get it for you in a second. Uh, and I'll tell you what, real quick, while I'm looking. Hold on, I'm going to points bet right Sorry, now. Sorry, I hit you with that. No, but no, I, no, it's Kansas. all good. It's all good. Because Providence, everybody's on the Providence. Minus three ten, I have. Yep, minus, I'm taking Kansas with the money line. Minus I'm taking Kansas with the points. I will That's tell it. you, uh, Bill Self in these games in the Sweet Sixteen, yeah. boys, eight and two. 
He is eight yeah. and two in the Sweet Sixteen as the coach of the Jayhawks. Keep in mind, very all these impressive. Great, keep in mind, a lot of these great coaches have only won a championship one time. You know, and uh, you'll get a shorter price, by the way, at points bet right now. Points bet has Kansas as uh, a minus two seventy five favorite on the money line. Yeah, so, so I'm going go with to Kansas. points bet, baby. There you I'm go. I'm going with points bet. I'm going with Kansas. I, hey. Are you done, Kyle? I've got one more. Go and, ahead, and hit I me with it, baby. On, we're on the opposite side of this one. I know Mike had a little bit of a lean on Iowa State. I, I think Miami's the better team, and I think Miami excels in an area where the Cyclones really struggle. Miami's as good as anybody in the country at turning teams over, and the Cyclones are one of the worst teams in the country yeah. at protecting the basketball. Iowa State, as impressive as this flip has been, 313th. In America, in turnover rate, that's brutal. I think the and they're still winning, though, and they are. It's true, but I, you know, they failed to get to sixty in either of their games. I think the better athletes and the better guards, okay. and Jim Laranega is a really good coach. And everybody I, I thought, like you know what? Tonight. There were people that drive by St. Peter's that thought it was an actual high school. That's for true. Years. That's very true. For I, years, I, I, I would have been one of them if I were driving oh. in Jersey City. Full disclosure, but I'm going to go with Miami. I'm going to back the okay. Canes tonight. Um, you can I'll go Iowa up. State. We'll have some fun. There you go. Why not? That and way what about? Wait a minute. What, what about, about Randy? Randy? All right. Uh, my son told me last week, Brett, that Miami was going to beat Auburn. Mm-hmm. And then he told me last night, deadpan, he said, Dad, Miami's going to the Final Four. Wow. So I got wow. Miami, Miami first half tonight, first minus half. one and a half. And I'm going to play Miami 5-1 to one to come out of the uh, Midwest region. Look at you. Uh, to win wow. the uh, Midwest region. My God. Yeah, that's God, got a they're feeling dancing in the right streets now. of Deerfield. And I've got really uh, Kevin Na to beat uh, Neiman today. Joaquin, Joaquin Neiman. Neiman. He's plus 115. You know what? I'm going to jump on with, with him. I, had, I went against Neiman. Yes, they got a beating. I'm going after Neiman with Randy. I love it. These guys are going after Neiman with Kevin Na. <laughs> yeah. All right, boys. Good I'm luck. A, I'm an older man now. I have to go offers to get even. That's right. Thank yeah. you to uh, Randy Merkin and Tyler Aki, uh, as mm-hmm. always, our great producers. And thanks to Jim Miller and Luke Pergandy for joining us. Everybody enjoy uh, the rest of the college basketball weekend. Still lots of great action coming up here tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday. Mike and I will preview the Final Four when we're back next week. And uh, we'll also get a little bit more into the NFL and how the yep. futures are changing because of all the craziness that's happened in the NFL offseason. We really didn't have time for that today with all the college buckets, but we'll do some of that next week. So enjoy the weekend, everybody. And, uh, Mikey, we'll see you next week. So long, everybody. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeValgo and Mike North on ESPN 1000.